Hi there, Sarah Ray with Spiritually Inspired, and this is going to be kind of a fun, hopefully fun, and personal video that I've been wanting to do for the last seven months. <laughs> so, I am a new mom, and I gave birth to my beautiful daughter, Evelyn, seven months ago in February. And I kind of wanted to share my personal birth story, one that is hemophobic friendly, meaning minus all the blood and guts and unnecessary medical details. I am a horrible hemophobic. I really dislike blood and all things medical, but I want to tell my birth story because I hope it inspires other people out there to believe in their ability to birth a human through their body. But also it was just such a beautiful and divine and bright experience that I want to document it. And I hope one day, Evelyn, maybe when she's one day pregnant with her own baby, can watch this video and be inspired and to know of the greatest moment of my entire life. And that was the moment that she came into the world. So my due date, you know, those are kind of loose, but my due date was February 22nd. And that was really significant to me when I found out I was pregnant because I used this little online calculator that was basically, <laughs> when should I take a pregnancy test? Um, and it kind of it estimated your due date because I was kind of questioned like, oh, should I do it or should I, should I not do it? And it told me that my estimated due date based on my last menstrual cycle was 2.22. And that was ultimately the due date that doctor gave me as well. And that's really significant for me personally because an angel number that I see nearly every day is 2.22. So I remember I was at work when I, when I saw that and I was just struck and I like couldn't move and it was just such a moving moment and I, and I knew before I even took the test that, that I was expecting. So pretty much my entire pregnancy I was terrified. I had always been really afraid of pregnancy, not only of just becoming a parent because becoming a parent is, is difficult and there's a lot of things that you can't do once you're a parent anymore which I've come to learn it just isn't true at all but that's a totally different video. Um, but I was also really nervous about um, superficial things that I still struggle with a little bit. Um, I am a, I'm a Libra, so I'm kind of vain and beauty is really important to me and the way that I look and I, the way I present myself to people is really important to me. And it seems silly to say it out loud, but one of the things I was most nervous about were my body changes after pregnancy, postpartum, not just like a couple of weeks postpartum, but like how my body would change after becoming a mom. So I tried really hard not to stress out about this while I was pregnant. Um, it was it was hard. Um, it got easier with time, but overall it the only thing that really healed that sort of complex in my mind was, you know, becoming six months postpartum and me realizing that I basically looked the same as I did before, which seems now looking back seemed like such a silly thing to be worried about when there's so many other things that I was worried about, but it was it was a legitimate concern. And I knew that it was going to be a concern. So I was quite anxious about that sort of thing throughout my whole pregnancy. Another thing I was really anxious about, terrified about, was the possibility of getting a C-section. That was just my worst nightmare. Just I couldn't even fathom. I already mentioned that I don't do well with medical things. And just I had never had major surgery before, knock on wood. But had the idea of having a huge major surgery because that would have that would also mean it would be an emergency situation and just the idea of going through all that caused a lot of anxiety for me, especially the closer that I got 
to my due date. I just was really, really afraid. Um, but I decided that I was going to manifest my perfect birth story. And if I wasn't going to have my perfect, perfect birth story, that I was going to be okay with no matter what happened. I knew I was going to be safe. I really liked my doctor. It was a birthing center. So they were progressive in the sense that they uh, were putting the mothers first. Um, unlike a lot of other hospitals that um, op they, and I won't go into the um, politics of that right now, but more hospitals tend to put like the convenience of the doctors first before the parents. But that's something else. But I didn't feel like that was going to happen in my hospital because it was actually a birthing center. So I was really anxious about that. Um, so I made the commitment early on in my pregnancy that I was going to do my um, birthing laboring affirmations. Um, twice a day, I set a little alarm on my phone that um, went off and it said affirmations. And actually, I still do this, but now they're just a different set of affirmations. So twice a day, um, I had a list of birthing affirmations. I, I kick myself because I don't have that list anymore. I deleted it because I was like, oh, I don't need it anymore. But whatever. It's okay. They were things like, um, it's easy for my body to give birth. My labor moves quickly and easily. Um, I was made to do this. I can do this. I love my body. I love my baby. Um, a lot of these sorts of things that I, I took what I was most concerned about and I turned them into positive affirmations and twice a day for seven months, I would say pretty much basically once since I found out I was pregnant, I started doing this. Um, I, I said these affirmations and I firmly, firmly believe that doing that was one of the major reasons, if not the major reason why I ultimately had the birth story that I had. So backtracking a little bit, um, my due date was February 22nd, 2.22. And the week before, I was, I was just at 39, 40-ish weeks and it was Monday and I was at work. And I was telling one of my coworker ladies that I was like, oh yeah, baby's coming this weekend. It's, it's going to happen. I already had a couple of Braxton Hicks, which is basically like practice uh, contractions. So I had a few of those already. And I was, uh, I knew I was at least one centimeter dilated already because that's what my doctor told me. Um, so I was like, yep, baby's coming this weekend. It's, it's happening. And as the week went on by Friday, I was like, no, baby's not coming this weekend. She, she's going to wait. And I just, i even remember telling somebody else that I was like, oh yeah, if you would have asked me on Tuesday, I would have been confident knowing that I wasn't coming into work next week. But now I'm like, eh, not so much. But I was also really worried about, about labor starting at work. Um, that was, I didn't even think about that because I didn't even want to try and muck up all the hard work and manifesting that I was trying to do. Um, so went to bed on that Friday night, woke up about two-ish in the morning. That would have been on Saturday, February 13th. Um, and it felt like period cramps. Uh, and I was like, oh, there, there's some cramping there right now. And I kind of like dozed a little bit for, I don't know, like 20 minutes or so. And I remember again, specifically at 2.22 is when I decided to start timing my contractions. I had um, downloaded a specific contraction timing app. Um, so I was, t I was timing them. And a midwife had told me that once your contractions are lasting for at least a minute, five minutes apart for an hour, that's when it's time to go to the hospital. Cause I was really worried about getting, going to the hospital and then being sent home. Cause it was literally negative 50 degrees outside. I'm not even exaggerating. It was literally negative 50 degrees. And I did not want to be outside any more than I needed to. So around 2.22 ish, I started timing my contractions. Um, 
for the first hour, they were probably about 15 minutes apart. And then at that point, it got way too uncomfortable for me to keep laying down. Um, so I got up and it was maybe about 3.30ish. And I went down to the basement and I uh, continued tracking. Um, I was kind of able to kind of like wallow around on the couch a little bit. Like uh, I would lay down and then the contraction would start and I would kind of sit up and then I would kind of lay back down again. Um, so that happened and at this point my contractions are five minutes apart and I had convinced myself that I was like, oh, I must be not doing this right because <laughs> I've only been in labor for an hour and you know, I, in all the books that I read, which ultimately all caused me more anxiety than what was necessary, but all the books that I had read told me that this is like most women are in labor for several hours before active labor begins, which is when your contractions are about five minutes apart. So looking back, I knew I was in active labor after an hour of contractions. Maybe I slept through the first part of the like subtle contractions and it basically was like, damn, awake, <laughs> active labor. Um, but who knows? Uh, so I was just, I was in denial. I was like, this baby, there's no way. It's, the baby's gonna come today, but I, it's not like gonna be on this couch right now. Um, eventually it got to the point where I could no longer be silent. It was very, very extremely painful. I could hardly move around. Um, my husband was frantically packing the, the overnight bag, which we didn't pack before, even though I knew that I should have, but I was in denial about the baby coming this, this particular weekend. So I didn't before. In retrospect, it was fine because it was just, you know, a few things thrown in the hospital. I had everything we needed anyway. But, uh, yeah, it was so, in so much pain. Um, and throughout my whole pregnancy, I, was determined to not get an epidural or any kind of pain medication because again the idea of a needle this big coming at me into my spine I just mm -mm, I, I get cringy just thinking about it so I was determined to go pain medication free to have a medication free birth but right before we left for the hospital and I figured we had many many more hours of this pain to continue I was sobbing and I was like, there's no way I can do this without pain medication. And I was, I was disappointed and I was like obviously in distress cause I was in a lot of pain and the hormone concoction, concoction that goes on while you're in labor is just unreal. So it was a very surreal experience. It was really hard to move. Uh, luckily we don't live far from the hospital. It was only like a five minute drive. So we got to the emergency room <laughs> and I remember that the lady at the desk tried to check me in. It's, it's about 9 a.m. at this point. The lady tried to check me in and I could barely talk and I <laughs> I just couldn't deal with anything. So they're just like, we're just gonna wheel you up to the room. So when you get to the birthing center, they kind of put you into this little like waiting room kind of a thing where they examine you and they assess how far along you are. And then depending on where you are, that you get brought somewhere else so you can have your baby. Well, when I got there, they told me I was nine centimeters dilated out of 10 and I was just shocked. My husband has told me that he has never seen such a look of shock on my face and I think that was more relief than it was shock because I was I was so amazed at how fast it had progressed and we almost had a baby in the van <laughs> like I didn't even know that we were that we were that close to having to having the baby and um so they basically were like oh yeah time time to go have a baby so by the time my doctor got there and kind of everything settled down a little bit will settle down for the for the workers anyway not for me necessarily um it 
was maybe like 10 or so and my doctor told me it was time to start pushing and that was the part that I was really afraid of but the midwife that was there was absolutely amazing and my doctor was amazing so I felt very supported my husband was there too of course he was also very supportive um, it was just an un it, it went so fast I can't even I still seven months later can't believe how quickly it went and I firmly believe that that was because one of my affirmations was that birth moved quickly and easily for me and I also think that one of the reasons why it happened so quickly is because I was really comfortable at home um, it was kind of the middle of the night it was quiet I was watching Bob Ross paint while I was in labor at home so it was like a really calm um, serene experience while I was in active labor and then eventually couldn't I knew I couldn't hold on any longer so we uh, started pushing I started pushing right about 10 only pushed for about a half hour and she was born at 1030 and I remember specifically asking the doctor while it mists in labor I was like please tell me what time she's born please announce it because I need to look at her astrology chart <laughs> which I have done many times since she's been born but um, yeah, so I needed to know what time she was born at. And now I know, and I'm very grateful for that. And when I look back at the memories I have of that room, um, there to my right, there was a big wall of windows just, and the sun was shining, the sky was cloudless, the room was so bright. When I look back at this memory, all I have is just a memory of a really bright, amazing experience. And you know, with each contraction, I felt so much stronger. And yet it was weird because in, I, what I recognize it now is being stronger, but in, in the moment I felt as though it was closer, like maybe that was a better word to describe it. And there were so many hormones going on that I was kind of in labor, la la land, but I was very focused on what I was doing. I, couldn't, I could not care less about anything else what was happening. So it was really the most spiritual experience I've ever had. And I talked to dead people. <laughs> And I've I've astral traveled in my dreams and I people visit me in my dreams and there are people that visit me on a daily basis and angels talk to me in my ear and giving birth to my baby was the most spiritual experience I've ever had. Never in my life have I ever felt more like an empowered woman than I did the moment that they laid Evelyn on my chest and I started sobbing and I, I was shaking because of all the hormones and just the adrenaline and I was just blubbering as much as she was. It was the most amazing, beautiful thing. And I think one of the things that makes it so positive is that none of my worst fears and none of my worst anxieties even came close to being brought into reality. Like, I was so afraid of a C-section. I was so afraid of being induced and, and of getting stitches and all these things that it ultimately didn't matter because none of it even happened because... When I got those thoughts during my pregnancy, when I started thinking about how afraid I was of a C-section, in particular of a C-section, I just went, you know what? If it happens, it is what it is. It's it's meant to be exactly the way that it's meant to be. And then I would stay my, my uh, labor affirmations. That helped a lot with that. And I think another big thing that helped with my experience is believing that we all choose the way we enter the world at the exact right time, in the exact right place, in the exact right vessel, to the exact right people. I, I believe that is all predetermined by the soul that is being born. And to be a part of that is such an honor. To know that Evelyn's soul chose me as her mother 
is the most miraculous thing in the whole world. And another, a couple of more fun things that I would like to share is that um, a few months before I found out I was pregnant, um, so even about a month or so before I even conceived, I was talking to a psychic friend who told me that she was like, there's a little girl with you. And I was like, oh, really a little girl? Because we were kind of talking about inner child work anyway. So I was, I was expecting her to say something like that. Um, but she was like, yeah, there's, there's a little girl spitting image of you and she's your daughter. She's coming. She, you're ready and she's on her way to you. And I was like, oh, pfft, whatever. That's, I don't want to be a mom. And I, I adamantly advocated the fact that I did not want to be a mom. I didn't plan on being a parent anytime soon. I didn't want to try to get pregnant. Um, but then, uh, she was like, nope, the, the baby's coming and it's a girl. Uh, a couple weeks later, a couple months later, I actually found out I was pregnant. And then when I finally told my mother at the end of August that I was pregnant, her first reaction was, it's a girl. And I was like, it is a girl. And then she went and told me that two years prior, my father, who's on the other side, came to her in a dream, a visitation, not just, a dreaming of him it was an actual spirit visitation um, and told her that um, I was going to have a daughter, that I was going to be a mother to a little girl. So sometimes I ask Evelyn, even though she's only seven months old, I'm like, do you remember doing this? Does your soul remember coming to us and prepping us and telling us you were coming? I would like to think that she does <laughs> and that she understands me and goes, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty miraculous. Um, I just, it, gives me chills just thinking about it, knowing that her soul went out of its way to tell us that she was coming. And then she arrived at the exact right time, um, 2-13-2021 at 10.30 in the morning in Sock Rapids, Minnesota. So I, I have all, she's an Aquarius and she's got nothing but water and earth in her chart. Um, it's, and the sun was shining that day. It was negative 50 degrees. It was freezing cold. It was the most amazing experience of my life. And looking back, I had no reason to ever be afraid of pregnancy or labor, of being a parent or any of that. It was the most amazing thing that I don't think anything will ever, ever top that transformation. And I don't think anything will ever be the same in the best kind of way. Like I always knew that nothing was ever gonna be the same if you had kids and I was afraid of that. But now I'm inspired by that fact. I hope you enjoyed this story, this blood-free birth story. I could probably go on and on and on. I just tried to do the highlights, um, get rid of all the gross blood stuff that I want to talk about. But yeah, if you have a birth story, I would love to hear it. Please either slide into my DMs on Instagram, comment below on this video, or send me an email at sarahray at spirituallyinspired.co. I love connecting with other parents and especially other moms. It's a really special thing. Moms are special and your babies are special too. So thanks for watching.